0: jesus himself wrote in red and he said no 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 the prophets of god are down there they have already called the cloud they have raised cripples they were giving a message an invitation a briefing on the coming of the messiah to the world and in that place there was a woman for 30 years with urinating continence, and th- the power just healed that woman and if they cannot believe when they saw god writing for them in the sky caught live on camera Then they are not heaven's material. Let them believe the prophets of God down there. They have called the cloud of God, called the rain of Mount Carmel. They have ministered with earthquakes. They have brought the coronavirus, shut down everything, plus aeroplane was parked, and they removed the key and took the office, told the pilots, go, go home, until we call you, we will call you. The biggest lockdown, bigger and better than Egypt. If they cannot believe that, then they are not heaven's material. Jesus literally took the whole earth and put it in the hands of his prophets. And said, if you can't believe them, forget about heaven. In fact, he said, if you can't believe them, then even if someone resurrects from the grave and comes and tells you to be born again and goes up into ascension, you will still not believe him. This is serious, the message of glorification. Ay, 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 ay. The present day church must change. This is the time for reforms. This is the time for repentance in the church. And he said, This is established. That only those, write this, this is established that only those that will wear righteousness and holiness, not after rapture. You prepare now. Not after rapture. It's too late. You prepare now. Oh Lord, if that day when it comes, I will be holy. No. Today and now. Today and now. The garment you prepare in Revelation chapter nineteen verses six to nine is the same garment you see in Revelation nineteen verse fourteen. They are coming back with it with Jesus to Jerusalem. Same garment. Miss Maroba. 14. When second coming takes place. venida. He's saying verse fourteen. In verse fourteen he says the following. When I find it I'll read it for you. It says, the armies of heaven were following him, riding in white horses and dressed in finest linen, white and clean. They are coming with him. You are now with the angels. You are the armies of heaven. You are flaming swords. You are powerful now. You are riding with him and you have heard that the Antichrist has caused chaos there. They are threatening to demolish Israel and delete it from the map. Can you imagine how much you can slash people for that? You are now coming with the king. You can go on a rampage of, you know, there's a way you can slash, I think, just around the neck area. If you do it so fast, I don't know how many people you can slash in in, in two minutes or three. You would speed up. You, 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 You would speed up. There are those who just choose slashing from the head down, but you know that may mess you up because it may get stuck. You need to pull it before you hit the other person. You need to hit in a way that you can hit, 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 hit But before you do that, the Lord himself from his mouth like this, their eyes rot in the sockets, their tongues rot in in the bones. You will not even be needed. But how powerful to come back with the same garment and remember that one day you sat here and prepared it. That one day we sat there and prepared it. And now it is eternal. Now it has made the whole difference. And the people that were mocking you in the hospital there, now they are roasting in fire. They are saying, whoa. Finally we know the secret of the holiness she lived. The secret of the holiness she lived finally revealed. Because we are roasting here, she is not here. Wah! Let us fight for the church. That the church may enter you know me i came to fight for the church you know me he gave me a golden key i just want to use it open for you really i don't want to shut anyone out because that's too much authority right i i i i it's raining in Bethlehem. and so very powerful has he put it there has he put it there when i'm saying it and then it's raining yeah loud Oh, it's the radios playing anyway. <laughs> Randy's is always good. <laughs> someone has been joyriding. We can't hear him. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so someone will pick for me this eventually, right? Thank you so much, Israel, for doing this. The treasures of the reign of if the I kneel Holy Spirit. I don't want to do that. So, Oh, okay, but where is the not played music. So, where is, it? <laughs> so is the hand? The is star. <laughs> This is the hour. <laughs> <a> hora. Tomorrow <laughs> is a mighty mighty mighty, mighty, mighty healing service, yeah. ah, yes, amazing, será right? um poderoso 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 and serviço he, de cura aqui. He, he I have seen so much. The dream, Lord has shown me sleep, so much. Eu, eu já vi muito. O Senhor já yeah, me mostrou. Book I see that the Lord is going to open heaven here. Eu vi que o Senhor vai abrir o céu aqui. Aleluia. I see that the Lord is, the book 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 is going to Arizona, open heaven here. Eu vi que o Senhor vai abrir o céu aqui. Hallelujah. And the seats are reserved, reserved with your name. They are mansions reserved. And the mansions in heaven, they are saying, are you coming? Look. They are talking. That your name has been put here. Are you coming? They see the earth. The church is still busy. On these ones here, made with soil. This is dirt. This is soil with water. You take that. If it comes to the house, you sweep that dirt out, right? But they take a lot of dirt with water. They burn it in the, in the fire. They arrange dirt which you sweep out. And then they build this. The heaven looks at you focusing on this. They're like, oh, is he aware they have reserved for him here? Even the table for dinner is reserved. Aye. So, again, philippians chapter 3 we are still on the lead scripture on the glorification of the church how many are picking a thing or two if you don't i can sit with you one one. can you lift up your hands i see those who are learning something thank you for lifting two hands that's very powerful those are lifting half hands is it that they are earning half i would sit with you so we can sort it out it's called to sort it out thank you so much thank you eric rose for lifting two hands for lifting two hands two hands thank you my son so he says the following here a very senior engineer sitting right there when he had this message he quit the job he used to be sent to israel to do big projects there but when he had this message he just quit his job and packed up his bags he said i'm going to prepare colombia yeah yeah it's amazing And only then will you know the wisdom that was hidden there, my Lord. Because eternity is not a trillion years. When a trillion years are over, eternity has not yet begun. And the lake of fire is a long, long time in eternity there. He says here again, verses 20 to 21, he says, but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, our Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his body. Will transform our corruptible bodies so that they will be like his body. Will transform our sinful bodies, mortal bodies so that they will be like his body. Tremendous promise right there. Very bold promise. Very bold, he places it there. And he's saying that when you hear such a prophecy, you cannot survive. You have to change all your life for this. The unpurchasable glory. The unthinkable blessing of God. God is honoring you. He wants to admit you into his kingdom and give you a throne so you may reign. You can imagine as you come back from the rapture, As you're coming back from Jerusalem after presenting before the seat, the Bema seat, you are coming back now to Jerusalem, brother, to Jerusalem uh, with the Lord. You can imagine you'll find some people here, those that survived, those that survived the tribulation born again, they they will be here. The, The wicked will be flushed out and then those that survived will be admitted with you into the millennial reign. So there will be two types of bodies. Those will continue marrying and giving birth to children but you'll have those with glorious bodies. This doubling here of two bodies is big news. It's big, big message of the Lord. There will be those that will continue but for you when you have the glorious body you'll be like angels so you don't marry. You're not able to marry. You know that, right? It's very serious. What the Lord is promising. And he's saying that the glorification of Christ is everything. And when he's appearing, he's appearing at the rapture. So we need to be ready and prepared for him. And he's saying the instruction is very clean and clear. He's saying that he comes with his glory. If you get Daniel chapter 7, Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 to 14, he entered there and was led into the presence of the ancient of days in glory. In glory. And he's saying it is this promise of glory that made the Hebrew boys, even if they were vulnerable, they were refugees. These are prisoners of war, they are young, they are teenagers. And they are being told the prisoners of war are being told that the king has cut for you some fat portions from his diet and his table with wine he wants to feed you. Some of you would have taken advantage, and say, Wow, I'm now enjoying. So I've been accepted, I've been received. You, they would have taken and eaten and started eating well and comfortable. But because of the promise of glorification they rejected it at a danger. Look at this now. With a danger peligro. Why? Because the same king who is telling you the people who are even working with you there, your supervisors are the ones who have just butchered hundreds of thousands of people on the sword and set ablaze the city including the temple in Jerusalem so they are not people you can use used to or argue with them. But when they thought about the promise of glorification, they decided to disobey. And when a statue was raised for them that they should worship, they said, no, Nebuchadnezzar. Because Nebuchadnezzar asked them, if I put you in my hands, I wonder which God can remove you from my hand. They told Nebuchadnezzar, on this matter of glorification, there is no answer. We have no answer for you. There is no debate. There are no arguments. You just take us and toss us into into the lake of fire. Toss us into the furnace. And when they went there, Jesus proved that surely he alone is God worthy enough to remove people from the lake of fire in hell. To save people, save from the lake of fire in hell. He proved it there, right there. Because of the promise of glorification, they accepted to be killed. Because of the promise of glorification, Daniel accepted to be eaten by a lion. They said, look at what they said. They said that when the lion is enjoying me, biting me, and paining me, biting my head, and biting my mouth, and uh, eating me, say, that pain compared with the eternal lake of fire, this is nothing. The fire of the furnace compared to the lake of fire, this is nothing. And he said, this promise should cause you also to be persecuted, to persevere for Jesus. That God has made a bold move, his unbelievable move, and courageously made a public invitation to glorify you. In other words, to come and share with him the divine glory, the divine protocol, divine nature that he has, divine nature. He says, even a fool cannot ignore that. Because I almost said only a fool. No, but even a fool. Even a fool. In Swahili, they say, that you That even if you are bewitched, it is the same glory will just heal you first so you can make the right choices. Nobody can see this and deny it and reject it. The promise of glorification. And he's saying in the book of First Thessalonians, turn will be there, chapter one, first Thessalonians chapter one, why glorification is very key for you. Why it's important. You'll see that it's God's strategy. Glorification is a strategy by the Lord. That he has fronted to those he loved, to the church. Uh, First Thessalonians, blessed people. First Thessalonians, chapter one, over there. And he says the following: In that strategic thinking of the Lord and plan and design by God. First Thessalonians. Hallelujah! What a mighty, mighty discipleship conference we have been running for three days now. And he says, First Thessalonians, chapter one, if you read with me. He says, verses 9 and 10, He says the following. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 9 and verse 10. He says, For they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. They tell how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God and wait for His Son from heaven whom He raised from the dead Jesus Christ, who rescues us from the coming wrath. That is very powerful. That's a very bold move. God has made a bold statement publicly. He's saying that this church, they were preached to for three weeks, and the church is planted. After the church was planted, they began right away, look at that, look at the type of people. They were worshipping idols. They were worshipping idols. And so, when they were preached to and converted, they became born again and began to wait for Jesus right away, my Lord. Right away. Instantamente. Instantly. And he said, to wait for Christ Jesus, our Savior, who comes and who rescues us from the coming wrath. In other words, mighty to save. In other words, waiting for a Savior where we eagerly await a Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, Who comes and rescues us from the coming wrath? Meaning the tribulation. The tribulation. The tribulation. To rescue you from the coming wrath. To rescue you from the tribulation. The tribulation is terrible. Can we see some of the... I I don't have time. I wish I could show you some of the things he's coming to rescue you from. If you look at them, you would be very shocked. Eagerly awaiting. Can we just handle eagerly awaiting first? We have seen eagerly awaiting in the cripple by the pool. Now we have seen it also here when he's laying out a pre-tribulation rapture. Pre-tribulation. Pre-tribulation. Before the judgment comes. And you cannot say no. Then that is mid-tribulation because the wrath begins where? That the judgment of God begins mid-tribulation. No. In the first half, you lose one quarter of the earth. The horsemen are already acting here. Right? This is tremendous. And the Lord is loving you. He says, for there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And he means it. He wants to save you from judgment. He says there is no point for him to punish you for no apparent reason. When you are born again, have accepted Christ and you are holy. Unless you are rebellious and you are in sin. That is a different story. That church is in the white road, right? The book of Second Timothy, can you read for us there? 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 8. I don't have time. I'm getting a little tired now. Hallelujah. The Bible says, the book of 2 Timothy chapter 5. Chapter 4 verse 8. Please just read it. Stop announcing it. It, it, it. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness which the lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have longed for his appearing that is serious only those longing for his appearing but if you find a church that is enjoying the world she's not longing for his appearing you can tell she will not enter so what is the take-home message in all this what's the take-home message The take home message as I finish now because my feet are tired and you are tired also. I am now reading. I'm going to read here myself here. Hallelujah. I'm going to read here. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Yes. So uh, the book of uh, of first John. Let me begin with James chapter 5 james chapter 5 i'm reading verses 7 to 9 the take-home message that when you receive such a message when you receive such a prophecy when you receive such a promise what do you do james chapter 5 now 7 to 9 he says be patient then brothers and sisters until the lord's coming see how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains you too, be patient and stand firm because the Lord is coming. brother, uh, the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against one another. Meaning, the quality of Christian lifestyle you live should be clean and holy. Don't grumble between one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. He says, that is the message you take from this. That the judge is standing at the door. And also, First John chapter 2, 28-29, 1 John chapter 2, 28, 29, he says the following. Chapter 2, 28, 29. He says, once I get it, I'll read it for you. And now, dear children, continue in him. The other version, the other translation says, abide in him. So when he says continue, that is a continuous thing, it's a present thing, right? Hallelujah. So 1 John chapter 2, 28-29, he says. And now, dear children, it says very clear here. Okay, I know they put it on the table there, but I should read mine here. And now, dear children, continue in him so that when he appears, meaning the rapture, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. So, the two scriptures I've read, they define the following. They have a revelation. Like the farmer is constantly waiting. It's a daily event. He's waiting for the rain. The first rain, to prepare the, crop, the, the soil and plant. The second rain, the quality of the harvest, the grain filling, developing the crop. And he's saying that in the second scripture, continue in him. It's a continuous process. Meaning, these two scriptures are defining the imminency of Christ's return that you need to be ready all the time, every second, every minute because the Messiah is coming. You need to prepare and be ready every second, every minute. Why? Because the Messiah is coming. From the mountains to the valleys are we will miss you but thank you we'll do it another time again next year praise heaven jesus mighty mighty conference here three days it has been too powerful here I tell you. Beautiful time in the church. The king is coming. Wangeshi, take my Bible. Thank you, my son. I I forgot that Wangeshi is here. praises, ah, praises. Right heaven.
1: nations.
0: Nations. Singing. Ah, singing. Women, get ready. With <laughs> I tell you, revival It's hey, a miracle here <laughs> for coming. Thank you for coming from your countries. I have enjoyed. Look at the testimony I'm walking with. Very powerful. I have enjoyed. How many agree that every year we need to do this? Every year we need to do this. Every year we need to come here and have a discipleship conference every year. Hallelujah. sorry what is it oh that's very powerful very very
1: powerful
0: yeah. Our ah, praises, prepare my daughters for together
1: <laughs>
0: Hallelujah! Oh yes! Our ah, praises. The camera is here. Okay. Like this everybody. To the valley. Ah, praises. Hallelujah. Let everybody receive the Lord now. Everybody receive the Lord now. Just repeat this prayer wherever you are standing. Say, mighty Lord Jesus, I repent and turn away from all sin. And I've decided today to change my ways. And so I receive you, my Lord Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. Please put fire in my heart and anoint me with the Holy Spirit to prepare the church for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Bless me, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I'm waiting for you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am born again from the